Care for your digestive health with Nutrilife Probiotic 50 Billion 60s from Chemist Warehouse, now 29.49. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Someone call National Geographic. There's a flying kiwi out there. Big bangers, sausages, have a mouth-watering meat meal deal all November long to bar up your barbie. This Aussie physio team has been around since Jesus played fullback for Jerusalem. That's right, it's a birthday here on SCNZ, top of the morning, Izzy and Kempe, we're listening in on your second birthday, hip hip hooray, that is from Ed, oh yes Ed, two years in the making, there's been some fun times, there's been some, oh hell of a lot of, plenty of mistakes. Just made one then. And uh, <laughs> that's what you get when you got broadcasting uh, 101 from Izzy and Kempe, Ricardo, everyone in the house. We're having so much fun. I hope you've enjoyed it. A double eight, double three. What's been your most enjoyable moment for the last couple of years? Two years, lads. Two years. <laughs> Been getting up at 4.45 for two years. I never, ever thought I'd see the day. 4.45, you get to sleep in every day. What's going on? I'm up at 4.15. That's what happens when you when, <laughs> what happens when you got a studio two metres away from your, your bed. <laughs> you don't have to travel half an hour. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. Mate, you got you got Alan you got Alan Sherrick and all the people out there milking cows going, get get, get on with it. We've been doing it all our life, mate. Four forty five. I know here. Yeah, no, this happy birthday to SCNZ, two years, mate. There's some some uh some of that uh I guess that that stuff that was playing early on the old big bangers, mate. I actually forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> One of your greatest, Kimpy. One of the greatest uh, live reads ever. Oh, so good. It's been enjoyable, lads. And what a birthday present this is. What a birthday present. It was a great day yesterday for SNZ. SNZ is now your home of cricket in New Zealand. We'll have all ball-by-ball commentary of all the Black Caps and White Ferns home games, as well as the biggest domestic cricket matches. Tonight, we have the fourth test from Old Trafford as England and Australia battled out for the Ashes. Aussie lead 2-1. Adam Collins, Jeremy Coney, Daniel Norcross and Baharat Sundrasen with the call. So lads, a hell of a way to celebrate. The cricket is all here on SCNZ. And I hope you're excited. I can't wait to watch that fourth test series, uh, test match in that series in the Ashes over in England, lads. But yes, two years. Never thought I'd Hold down a job that long. But anyway, <laughs> anything can happen in the, in the next couple of months. We'll have to wait and see. But I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been exciting. We've got a big show coming up, Kempe. We've got Dills Walker at 6.50. We've got Pete Burling 
at 7 o'clock. we got Nigel Walsh, the South Canterbury head coach, at 7.40. And we've got Joseph Tarpane from the Canberra Raiders at 8 o'clock. So plenty coming up. But I guess it's time to rip into the big hot topics of the day. And well, Ricardo, the Commonwealth Games is in danger of not happening again. What have we got? Well, we've got something. Uh, something it really it came out of the blue yesterday, didn't it? Came out yeah. of the blue that the Aussie, well, it wasn't the government, the Victorian government have come out and said, well, wait, hang on, Kiz is telling me to wait a minute. What have we done, Kiz? Oh, okay, no, it's all right. It's all oh, I've just got the cliff. I just got really excited. That <laughs> oh, I got the cliff. Yeah. oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> um, the Victorian government has come out and said, "Oh, you know that 2026 uh, Common Games thing? Yeah, probably going to cost too much. We're not going to do it." Mm. So they have pulled out. Uh, and cares? This is this is how that rolled out. Uh, these will be a Commonwealth Games like no other. We promised that we wouldn't be doing a rerun of 2006, as successful as that was. The opening ceremony will be in Melbourne, and the rest of the program. All the events will be conducted in regional Victoria. A few moments later. In terms of uh, where we go to from here, the uh, Games will not proceed uh, in Victoria in 2026. Uh, We have informed Commonwealth Games authorities of our decision uh, to seek to terminate the contract uh, and to not not, not host the Games. Absolutely massive. I mean, this puts the whole Com Games concept mm. massive question mark, massive question mark about the future of the games. And you know, boys, it's it really. I, I feel for the athletes because you know this, this isn't on them. But these these things get blown. I mean, how much how much do they spend just on opening bloody ceremonies? And they always try and outdo each other. So like <laughs> the, the cost bloody spiral. Um, but it's also great for our athletes because it's like a it's a dry run for the Olympics, right? Every two every two, mm. two years before the Olympics, you get a dry run at it. You get an opportunity to experience what it's like. And if they lose it, then where does that leave not just New Zealand athletes but Commonwealth athletes in general? Look, we um, I'm going to talk about this uh, on the bomb squad uh, later on in the show. But I think you touched on it then the concept. There has to be a rethink on it, on how these games have been played. Oh, look, I'm all for these events, these big meetings, the Commonwealth Games. Absolutely love it. And these athletes have earned a right to represent their family on a big stage. But the concept and the way it's it's made up, like $2 billion at the start is huge money, ludicrous amounts of money. Going out to $6 billion, I can understand why Australian government and Victoria have pulled out, because that is just astronomical amounts of money. Um, But on the flip side, if you're not viable and you're not um, understanding of the budget and the potential blowouts, then do not put your name forward, because this puts the, the Federation for the Commonwealth Games in a back corner. In a back corner. So now we're two years out from the Common Games. Where do we go now? And there are solutions out there, and I'm going to talk about it a bit more later. But Kempi, I, I just I can understand why the the government have done it. Um, it's not great for these athletes, the unknown, what's going to get going to happen in the future. Is there a solution? Where does it go next? Maybe potentially go to a base, a place that has the infrastructure in place, which is at the start of it. If you're going to have a genuine a punt at these, what why don't we just go back to a place that has infrastructure in place? It has facilities available, so you don't have to spend seven billion to host these rights. 
It's a it's a really interesting one, eh? Is you know, like you you're, mm. you're talking the fiscal um, mm. r- responsibility mm. really around spending that amount of money for what what could be a month of sport, um, and then you bring the Commonwealth into it, and is it really worth it as a stepping as a stepping stone? It is a step uh, a way through to the Olympics, but it has been an ever changing face for a long time. People have been talking about the Commonwealth Games and the demise of the mm. sports and the the introductions and new sports in the Olympics. Um, and how to get people watching it and travelling to the games. Like $6 billion for infrastructure to to, mm. to to run a sporting event for a number of weeks. I, I totally understand where Melbourne are coming from. When you think about it like that, like can you imagine what $2 billion would do for <laughs> infrastructure in New Zealand as far as a sporting landscape? You're talking <laughs> $300 million for your stadium down in Ōtutahi. Now, what about a stadium on the waterfront? What about a, a you know... Um, mm. extra green space that's actually done up in New Zealand, not just going to watch sport for a, for a month. Um, so I think there's going to be – look, the Com, the Com Games, I don't think it's that easy. I don't think they're just going to go out there and find someone. I think what Melbourne have done has uh. opened up a, a can of a, – like a can of sick – Mm. Like people are looking at it and going, well, do I want to drink that and 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 take that? You know what I mean. So I don't think it's that easy. Um, mm. And I and I actually take my hat off to them. I actually take my hat off mm. to Melbourne, saying, you know, in these economic times that we're going through at the moment, by twenty twenty six, are we actually out of, you know, this this uh, um, terrible economy that we're going into at the moment? Like it's a big decision for New Zealand. You know, you got your elections, then you got to say, right, well, mm-hmm. we're going to pick up the Commonwealth Games. We know we know that they're two billion dollars. Um, are, are our taxpayers happy with paying that that money? The government paying that money? Well, I don't think so. I, well, think, I think we've well, already said no. Yeah, you know, mm. and and I. And but I, then I, Phil Majors come out and said yes. Christchurch Mayor, we've got a new Metro Sports facility. Yes, he's come out and said we'd love to host it with Invercargill, rowing up in Cambridge. We'll share the love. They've got a new uh, metro sports facility down here. Well, that makes sense. Mm. That makes more sense, you know, because putting all of this on one city or one state like it is in Aussie is a hell Mm. of a lot of a burden. Why not go away from that model of having Melbourne host it or London host it or whoever host it and go countries? Spread spread it so that you've A... Like spread it, make it a true Commonwealth games and have like rowing in a country, a Commonwealth country, athletics in a Commonwealth country and spread it like that? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm just saying spread it around Mm. a country, right? So like if Mm. you're going to do, if you're going to do this in in Melbourne, you just do it in Australia, right? And then we've got a velodrome in Sydney, so we don't have to build one in Melbourne. We've got you know, an Olympic swimming pool in Brisbane, so we don't have to build one in Melbourne. That's sort of because you've already got some facilities there. That's the reason I'm saying this because I've, I've played a hell of a lot of rugby in, at ANZ Stadium in, in Australia, in Homebush. That Homebush was dedicated to the 2000 Olympics. It is just sitting there. And uh, if you live in Australia, you know Homebush. You only go there to watch sport and then you shoot away because there's nothing there. But they've erected this complex, all these facilities that never use. They just sit there empty for years and years. And there's a hell of a lot of money that had gone into this. So I think there has to be a bit of thinking when we're getting into the situation, boys. And, and maybe, you know, like you're saying, go back to these places that are fit to, to host, that you don't have to go out and start from scratch to build these big stadiums that hold 80,000 fans and then they're never used again. 
Um, you know, like there just has to be a bit of a thinking to it. But we'd love to hear from you on double eight, double three. A few birthday wishes coming through. But Kai Cutter France, Carlos Olberg, the Blood Diamond, UFC 293 is starting to build up for a Kiwi doozy, Ricardo. Yeah, it's going to be massive. Carlos Olberg's on there as well. Kaikara France, as you mentioned, uh, Mike mm. Blood Diamond. And the word is, they haven't officially announced it yet, but the word is, Izzy Adesanya is going to mm. defend his belt there. Against Duplessis. Against Duplessis. So, oh, so come I mean, on. what a Kiwi card. That's turning into UFC 293 over in Sydney. It's going to be massive. Oh, it's so good. Kaikara France takes on uh, Manuel Kapi. He's uh, 18 and 6. He's just new to the UFC. He's 3 and 2 in the UFC, but he's on a 3 win streak. Mm. And he's uh, taking on Kaikara France, who's back to back losses. Amir um, Albazi, we know how controversial that result was. Blood Diamond, he's had two UFC bouts and he's had two losses, so he's desperate for a win. Tai Tuivasa, the big heavyweight, potentially on that card. And like you said, Arasanya Duplessis and Talks of Tafa, Justin Tafa, and uh, Carlos Olberg. So that'll be an absolute doozy over there at UFC 293. I've never been to an event. Have you lads been to one? No, no, no not at all. No, that that would be a, a good one to go to, especially when... Mm. Oh, look, I think Adesanya names names the uh, the event as the one, one that he goes and... Man, I read some tweets yesterday about the way he's talking about Duplessis. Like, to, to actually get that fight down here... Um, He'll, mate, he'll pack it out seriously. People, there'll people go in droves to watch this fight because there's some. They're talking about blood diamond. There's bad blood between these two. Yeah, yeah, there is. They they, they don't like each other. We can't actually uh, play much of that audio because there's no. N bombs and F bombs and everything else going on left, right, and centre. Um, because Duplessis basically called out Izzy and uh, Ingano and uh, Usman as well and said that they're not real Africans. <laughs> Um, and that he's the only real African because he lives in Africa and trains in Africa. I, I kind of get where he's coming from. But, boy, mm. what a wide way to wind people up. And it's that, that some, hasn't some, gone down well. That's like when the words are going out your mouth and you're trying to grab them to <laughs> shove them back in. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. I missed <laughs> There's a lot of bad blood that goes on in the UFC. Isn't it? Like everyone hates absolutely everyone. you got Aljamain Sterling. Taking on Sean O'Malley in the next bout, and I cannot wait to see that they're <coughs> spitting tacks and absolutely ripping into each other. So there you go. Uh, a couple of messages through, lads, before we get off to our next topic. The Metro Sports Hub in Takaha won't be ready in two years, is he? Apparently it will be. I've been talking to Colin Mansbridge, the Crusader CEO. He's, he's desperate for 2026, but you know, everything blows out in budgets and timing, so we'll, we'll wait and see. But Phil Major, Christchurch Mayor, says... <laughs> He'd love to host it, so that's throwing a spanner in the woodworks. Uh, all right, lads. New Zealand summer cricket has been announced, and it's huge. South Africa, two tests. Australia here for tests and T20s, plus Bangladesh and Pakistan for ODIs and T20s. And the White Ferns host Pakistan and England. And just quickly, lads, uh, the White Ferns, they got three ODIs, three T20s against uh, Pakistan. England, they've got three ODIs, five T20s. Black Caps have three ODIs, four tests, and 11 T20s. 11 T20s. And it's live here on SCNZ. We're so proud. We cannot wait to share that with you. But what does that say? Is ODI's not important anymore? Well, it's, yeah, I mean, the thing is that we've got the ODI World Cup coming up this year, right? That, that's the thing we were mm. hoping that Kane Williamson's going to be fit for. But after that, it's another four years before you've got one. And I, you look at 
T20 cricket. I mean, like of the three dis- or disciplines, of the three formats is probably the better way of putting it. T20 is the one I enjoy the least, right? I'm, I'm very much, you know, and I and probably because of my age, I grew up, you know, watching Martin Crow and all those guys in the beige, and mm. you know, so I love ODIs mm. and I, I love Test matches. T20 is a bit hit and giggle for me, but that's where the money is, man. I mean, you look that's at what's exactly happening. right. You look at what's happening in the the IPL, yep. and they're extending. Like, so they've got this Middle East League now, um, Mumbai Indians, all those teams, Super uh, Night Riders, South Africa, Caribbean, United Major, States, Major League Cricket. I was going to say that, they're all they're all in there, man. And that's, that's the and is. that's what it's all about, Rick. It's all about money, media rights, the bigger the bigger nations. You know, the Indians and that playing this new format. When you, when you when you talk about it like that, like that's what the Com Games have to do. They have to be innovative. They have to shorten, you know, formats and make it more interesting to get these people watching it and attract these countries, you know, as as far as raising some money. Now they got no problem with money. Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? They true. have no issue with getting money to, to to put these together. And I think, mate, November. What is it? November through to March. Is he all that crickets on? Um, what a mm. what a great get for SENZ because you'll just have your radio going all summer, <laughs> listening to our white ferns and our black caps in any format playing cricket. Oh, I cannot wait! It's going to be awesome. Who would you love to be on the commentary team for SCNZ? Send a message through on double eight double three. But we've been I've been thinking about this for a while, Rick Dog. Just quickly. The, the T20s is flying. Test mm. cricket is having a bit of a resurgence at the moment. Four tests in a year. Is that enough? No, I don't think it's enough. Mm. I mean, the, the mm. fact that we've got two against the Aussies and two against the Africa is huge, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that is absolutely massive. But uh, I'd love to see us play more tests. I mean, we will play more tests. They just won't be here in New Zealand. We're only getting four tests in New Zealand. The other thing is none of those test mm. matches are in Auckland. You know, that's the other thing because... Basically, Auckland doesn't have a test ground anymore. So the Basin have got one, Hagley's got one, Seddon Park, Hamilton's got one, and Bay Oval's got one. That's where the four tests are. Oh, man. Yeah, look, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a concern, I reckon. Uh, three ODIs for our Black Caps. Does that just show cause that the ODI World Cup, that heartbreak in England, mm. when England beat us, counts for nothing? Yeah. Is it going to die out and become non-existent? Plenty of questions, Rick. Plenty of questions and, and plenty of texts coming through on double eight double three. Because this is uh, something new we're doing. We've we've we've, we've binned off. Can't wait question of the day because we've got so many questions. So we're calling this the triple threat each morning. We'll have three questions and we'll we'll talk through them. We'll get your text through on double eight double three as well. But I did like this because we did start talking about the Com Games. Jamie Wall yesterday tweeted this: Make the UK host the Com Games every year. They can use all the money they made from the Commonwealth. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and Chris and Foxton's followed that up this morning on double eight double three. Morning, mates. How about the Royals put in a billion each? They used to call it the Empire. Come on. And that, and I thought the same thing. That's the first thing I thought was you know mm. use that uh, use that money that the Royals get to to furnish the uh, the Com Games. I'm a little bit worried about the Com Games, eh, Izzy? I like have been mm. for years. I know that you know rugby league have been trying to get into the Com Games. Um, because they know that it's the only way that they can actually get onto the Olympic stage. Um, if they remove the Com Games, then, mate, that's it, really. We're just, we, we little old rugby league, never ever going to get to that type of level. Uh, and I'm really worried that the Com Games will actually, it's in a demise at the moment. It's just, just well, it's not, slowly going away. You not know just I mean? rugby league, but cricket too. Cricket are trying to get into the Olympics and they need the Com Games for that. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a pathway for a lot of different sports, is it? 
What do we do with the comms games? Com games, where should they be held? Should they still be a part of our process, our thoughts going forward? Our athletes need to be athletes and go and uh, prepare and, and use these events and, and these competitions as stepping stones. But how can it be replaced? If it can, does it still have a place in our athletics world? We'd love to hear from you on double eight double three talking uh, cricket that is live here on SCNZ. Three ODIs, four tests and 11 T20s. Uh, ODIs dying, is that enough test matches? Let us know, 0800 You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this winter. Buy any lipo sachets from Chemist Warehouse for your chance to win a 15k Samsung bespoke home package. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Welcome back. It's our second birthday here on SCNZ. We're going to be celebrating throughout the day. Morning, boys. I'm back. Kempi, see the Souths line up for the weekend. Friday's game, a couple of the boys might be underdone, but I'm predicting if there's no injuries that the GF winning team is right there. From Mark, Mark grand final, size 12, please. I'll tell you what, that's not, no, that's not, a, bad, that's not a bad grand final make-up too because I think Brisbane are... Um, are going to be there or thereabouts. I agree with them. I think South's going to run. You know, they've still got two boys to go there. A little bit of false ladder at the moment, is he? Uh, I'm not really worried yeah. about South, to be honest, Mark. And uh, I do think you'll get the job done against the Broncos. There you go. Put the hoodoo on them. Uh, <laughs> if you have a look at the Canberra pack, and we'll talk and we'll talk mm. to Joe Tarpany about that when we get him on, but the Canberra pack is an international pack, mate. It's going to be a, a hell of a game. In the middle of parking on Friday night uh, at Go Media Stadium uh, in Eric uh, in um, Mount Smart. So, ugh, mate, football is this time of the year that people now start to take notice. You know, mm. the run home. Who's got the Who's got the goods? Who's in form? And who's actually going to make the top four? I got speaking to someone yesterday. Said, "Do you really think they can do it?" I said, "Mate, they make the top four. They dead set chance." Mm. The Warriors are a dead set and chance. So they're a dead set chance, Kimpy, and I'm right on board. And I know you uh, did a podcast, and you're saying everyone do not stop supporting this team. If you're not on the train, get on it. And here's another message from John. Happy birthday, SNZ. How good? What a great team. And my best moments are Kempi's stories. You guys crack me up every morning. Keep up the good mahi from John. Well, you just wait and see. There might be a few stories coming out of Tony. We've got a couple of hours left of us and uh, a big show for you. We're going to shoot off. We've got some headlines with Ricardo. But before then, we've got the news with Aroha for the for Kipota Together. We're shaping and building New Zealand.